1: Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Ah, it's
2: a Friday afternoon. feels really nice. Hope that wherever you are, you feel the Friday vibe as well. We're stuck at home, of course, pandemic summer of 2020. Kath, happy Friday to you in your spare room.
3: I would like a nice summer song. A summer song? Well, you know, when I think of a summer song, I think of like... um the summer wind.
2: Summer wind. That like a little Pain Sinatra.
3: Blowing in.
2: How about I think of a Rock hot on. time summer in the city.
3: Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's good. Okay.
2: Um But apparently this year with the pandemic, I remember
3: wait, I remember this the, the Olympic swim team. This was probably what, eight years ago.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, they did a um performance of Call Me Maybe. Do you remember that song?
2: Oh yeah, sure. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. That makes the me song? think that's a summer song.
2: Was that a right? summer song? Well, I, th- I mean, they sang it in the summer. They were a summer Olympic team. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, the summer song is always that song that, of course, is the number one song or the most, there's some like vibe about it that you kind of go, that's yeah. my song for this summer. Um, the week, uh, the weekend, this weekend, a song called Blinding Lights, which is the number one song of the summer. It's been on the uh, top of the charts for the past 11 weeks. Uh, it's the, um, I don't know, Blinding Lights. Do you, does anybody know it?
3: No. Mike, you to. know Blinding Lights? No. Nope. Who performs Who performs Blinding Lights, John?
2: Uh, Roddy Ritchie.
3: Mm. I don't know him or her either. I Roddy don't either.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm looking, you know, at the past summer songs uh, over the last 50 years. How about mm-hmm. 1969? Uh, do you know the song? In the year 2525. No. In the year 2525. No, so like a I, I dystopian. Can,
3: I can tell already that I hate it.
2: That, that good How about <laughs> 1970, where the Carpenters close to you? Oh, uh-huh. they
3: longed.
2: Yep. Yeah. That's not really summery feel. It's kind no, of like a sad that's, song. No,
3: Isn't and that's, that's one of their worst songs.
2: It is. Are you a Carpenters it, fan? Well, here's the like thing. you say it with like authority. Like, yeah, listen, it's one of listen, worst.
3: listen. The Carpenters were a um, were a little bit of a flashpoint in the early days of my marriage.
2: <laughs> oh, you <do> tell. <laughs>
3: <laughs> because I had the carpenter's greatest hits, and when we got married, we decided we wouldn't we would Bye. not we would not have a television we would only yeah. listen to music okay oh. so I put on the carpenter's greatest hits, which oh, I recognize I recognize they are fully probably the most caucasian band of all time. I mean I get that, okay, yeah. but you know they are what they are yeah anyway, my husband was like that is the worst music <laughs> ever recorded. <laughs> You cannot play that. And I was like, well, I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to play close to you, but you know, I might play rainy days and Mondays always get me down or something mm, like that. Uh-huh. And he was like, no, nope. you cannot. That is horrible music. It's atrocious music. Anyway. But there was I no actually, space. No, there was no space. No for the carpenters space in our marriage.
2: No, that's a shame. Is it gone from the house?
3: Well, I got to be honest that he actually over the next six months to a year. Now I don't really like it anymore. So then I, you know, I had to stop defending them because I was like, why am I defending them? I really hate top of the world looking down on creation, Among and the, the only explanation t- I give. that's a horrible song. Yeah.
2: They were big stars. The they carpenters. Were big stars. Yeah. did they have their own TV show for a while? Right? The carpenters.
3: I remember uh, them on like. Solid gold or something? What? Or maybe? Not really. That Can maybe, you imagine the one no, solid gold? No, that was gold? probably no, no. that Probably wasn't the same era.
2: No, really. Solid white bread is what it would be. <laughs> you know, I feel bad about Karen Carpenter. It was a sad, sad life. Yeah, it really was. Okay, let me move forward. Okay, nineteen seventy-three, song yeah. of the summer, bad, bad Leroy Brown.
3: Okay, that's a good. Okay, it's better. Hey, nineteen seventy-four,
2: band on the run.
3: I love that song. Love
2: that. Nineteen seventy-five, that Paul McCartney was writing really good music. Ninety-five, seventy-five, love will keep us together.
3: Uh, Captain and Sunil.
2: Uh-huh. And 76, Don't Go Breaking My Heart.
3: Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Elton, Elton John, John Kiki. and Kiki, Kiki D. Kiki
2: D, who I love. Yeah. Uh, 77, Best of My Love.
3: Oh, you- uh, Emotions. Not you, the best. Of, oh, whoa, whoa, Sweet Darling. Uh-huh, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yep.
2: Okay. 78, Shadow Dancing.
3: Shadow Dancing, that's the BGS Or that's Andy Andy. Gim. Only Andy, yeah. Yeah. 79,
2: Trying to Get Some Funk, um, Donna Summer of Bad Girls. I love- Donna. Uh-huh. 1980. Bad girls. Yeah. Still Rock and Roll to Me. Billy Joel.
3: Oh, that is so overplayed. I uh, can't stand
2: it. 81. Jesse's Girl. Uh, I don't really like that song. Rick Springfield. The worst. 82. I the Tiger. Oh, I'm a Survivor. I don't like that either. 83. Every Breath You Take. The Police. 84. Overpool. When doves cry.
3: Uh, Prince. Yeah. Yep.
2: 85. Shout. Shout.
3: shout. Ready or
4: not. Tears for Fears.
2: Yeah, that's good. Uh, 86. Your Favorite Papa Don't Preach. Oh. Uh, gosh. Eighty seven. Uh, I want to dance with somebody.
3: I wanna dance with yeah. somebody. Winnie Houston.
2: Steve Winwood, eighty-eight, roll with it.
3: Uh yeah, okay.
2: Eighty-nine. Forever your girl.
3: I'm forever. Paul Abdul.
2: Yep. Uh nineteen ninety, step by step.
3: Step by step. Uh-huh. Who's step by step?
2: New kids on the block.
3: Oh. Oh yeah.
2: Ninety one. Everything I do, I do it for you.
3: I hate that song. Brian Adams had so many yeah. songs better than that.
2: Ninety two, Baby Got Back.
3: Yeah, that's a good song.
2: Sort of mix a lot. Uh 93, that's the way love goes. That's the way love goes. Who's that? Janet Jackson. Oh. Ninety four, I swear. Is that I from swear. Black Cat?
3: Yeah, uh Arhythm Nation. We say that again, yes, it I'm sorry. Is.
2: Yeah. Uh ninety four, I swear.
3: Oh, is that like the is that the one boy? band?
2: wonders, yeah, all for one. Yeah. Ninety five, Waterfalls.
3: Oh, don't go, chill. Yeah. I love that song. Uh-huh. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to.
2: Uh-huh. Ninety-six, Macarena. Uh. Hey, the Macarena. Uh. That's a like a weird wedding song. People love. Yeah, that song. Mike.
3: Mike, who's DJed a hundred weddings, uh. mm-hmm. has hates that more than like it's itself. the
2: Macarena. Uh, Ninety-seven. I'll be missing you. you uh. No, that's, that's Puff Daddy. Yeah, and I'll Faith Evans. You it's a you know yeah that's a good song reflection of notorious big
3: oh got it got it got it got it
2: 98 the boy is mine Uh, brandy and monica
5: oh
6: yeah
2: (laughs) 99 genie in a bottle christina aguilera yep 2000 maria maria
5: oh um maria you remind me of a west side store oh jeez Oh gosh. I got nothing Santana. for you. I'm not. Yes.
3: Oh right. Right. That was was that on the album where they had all the different people mix in?
5: Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Featuring the producer G and B. Uh two thousand and one Lady Marmalade.
3: Oh my gosh. I love oh, that, that song a, so much. Uh, that was Patty LaBelle. Two,
2: that was, oh, that's Christina Aguilera. Yeah, it was
5: an and Entourage Patty.
2: of Oh yeah, okay.
3: And Patty LaBelle right? and there was another there was a third person. Uh, Missy who did Elliott,
2: the- Little Kim, yep. Pink. Patty Labelle and Maya. Got it. Two thousand and two, hot in here. Nelly. Yeah, nice Mike. Two thousand three, crazy in love. Mm, Beyonce.
5: Beyonce. Oh,
2: okay. Two thousand and four. Yeah. Usher. Yep.
3: This is when I. This is when I had infants. Uh-huh. This is. This
2: is. Everything's falling apart here for me. Two thousand and five, we belong together.
5: Okay. Oh, Mariah Carey. Mariah. Yep. Two
2: thousand and six, promiscuous.
5: Uh, the Pussycat Dolls. Nelly. Nelly.
2: Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, two thousand and seven, Umbrella.
3: Oh my gosh! Oh, uh, Is that the oh uh, Rihanna? Yeah. Yep. Two thousand and eight. Listen, can anyone still tolerate that song? I love
5: that song. Do you really? Yeah. It's a
2: good summer song. All right. Two thousand and eight the worst. I kissed a girl.
5: Oh, oh gosh, I hated yeah. that song. Two
2: thousand and nine, so I got a feeling. Oh, Black Eyed Peas. Yep. Two thousand and ten, California Girls. Uh Katy Perry. Yep, 2011 party rock anthem.
3: Oh, yeah, we all know that. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah. 2012 Call Me Maybe mm. Told you. Uh-huh.
6: 2013
2: Blurred Lines. That was
3: exactly lines. 8 years ago. Can I yeah. I even have the
2: year right? Tell me again. Uh 2013 Blurred Lines.
3: Oh, that one's thick. Was- he How about is that crazy so lawsuit? Gross. That song is gross. He, he is lost gross. money on that song, he did. man. I mean, those all, guys sued it, his pants off because he, he ripped off the song and then yeah. put the worst lyrics to it of all time.
2: 2014, Fancy.
3: Uh, I don't know Fancy.
2: Okay. Uh, 2015, Bad Blood. Okay. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift with Kamar oh, Lender. Oh right, right, right. Uh, 2016, One Dance. Nothing. Drake. Yeah. Uh, with Wiz Khalifa. Uh, 2017. Uh, despachio i don't know what that is despacito oh uh, yeah despacito okay uh, that's a fun song
3: it is of course oh. that well, as i say that it probably has terrible lyrics probably everybody's you like think? oh my gosh i can't yeah, believe yeah. kathy evans likes that song
2: 2018 in my feelings <sighs> all right drake uh 2019 sorry i, I don't know that one okay that's all, all we lyric. got that's the songs of summer all right okay, okay. songs
3: awesome. and what, and what so the idea is that we don't have one this year, blinding,
2: blinding lights is you Whatever. know, has number one lights. spot, but everyone kind of goes, Yeah,
5: I am shocked. It, was, it wasn't was in 1998, it wasn't Brian Adams, summer of '69.
2: Every, mm, oh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh.
5: that is Brian Adams' greatest song, yeah. But instead, people were voting for
3: Everything I Do, I Do It For You, which right. is like,
2: Well, yeah, okay, so yeah. We, we don't have a, a song for summer, but we do have National Avocado Day, yeah.
3: yeah we do. I love, I love an avocado. Who doesn't
5: love
2: avocados?
5: I think a lot of people don't like avocados. what.
2: Mm guacamole
5: mm. Mike how do you feel about avocados I love me so- I actually have oh. an avocado a day what that is awesome I have Good an avocado a day and I and I uh, j- I, uh, I sprinkle it with some lime juice as well which, which is delicious salt. and yeah. put some salt on there yes nice. absolutely. Well, you just scoop
2: it out Heck and eat yes. it like that oh so yeah that's very nice
5: it's very healthy mm-hmm. I love it how about you guys
3: I like avocado toast in particular. I'll be
2: happy to have it anytime.
3: Mm. Um, I would do guacamole daily Me, if I could. It's very fat. I've ended up with a lot of avocados lately that looked good on the outside and were bad on the inside. Oh,
2: uh, that's my watermelon so, saga this year.
3: What is so disappointing.
2: Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah.
3: really is. Anyway, happy National Avocado Day. Everybody.
2: Thank you, and you as well.
3: All right, coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, our good friend Glow... <laughs> Joe Klimchuk. I'm having a hard time. PNC Park in-game host. He has a brand new job this year. You know what he's doing? He Mm. is the crowd noise guy at the ballpark.
2: He does that a lot.
3: Really looking forward to Joe Klimchek on the 5 o'clock hour. Also, the week in review, John and I look back on the last seven days, what's happened in the world and in our lives. In the 4 o'clock hour, Dr. Richard Mao from Fuller Theological Seminary will talk about will we ever go back? To worshiping in church buildings like we did before, and coming up next, Andy masick he is the president and the CEO of the Heinz History Center. He's going to talk to us about the latest, the greatest, the coolest stuff that you can do at a museum in Pittsburgh right now. Plus, your weekend has begun.
2: Ah, uh, yes, 416 after, uh, four sixteen after four four sixteen on a Friday afternoon, all is right in the world. Let's take a quick break and regroup. Be back in a few minutes.
5: WORD.
0: Would you like God to call you into some form of service? That's a good thing to aspire to. What came from Humble
5: Beginnings is now one of the
7: largest churches in America, driven by the mission of knowing God and making Him known. Why do you have a hunger for holy things? Why are you interested in what the Bible says? This station is excited to welcome a new beginning with Greg Laurie to the weekday lineup.
0: Here Greg Larry at a new beginning 10:30 a.m. weekdays beginning this Monday.
8: You give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing.
0: Were you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-605-5757. 800-605-5757. 800-605-5757.
2: And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for a free repair or replacement. Visit windows or pittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of the highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry from a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company, pittsburgh.com That's pittsburgh.com
0: WORD celebrates the high school class of 2020, and we'd like to reward your college-bound senior's achievement during our senior spotlight sweepstakes presented by Salem Media Group. Enter now through August 20th for a chance to win a $500 school package. Click the contest banner at wordfm.com and upload a photo of your senior with a short bio of their future plans. Then Friday, August 21st, one lucky senior will win a $500 school package. The Senior Spotlight Sweepstakes, brought to you in part by Salem Media Group, Salem Surround, and this station.
2: Who doesn't love a pickle, right? Who does not love a pickle? Kath, raise your hand. Are you loving a pickle?
3: Bread and butter in particular?
2: No, no. That's my last choice.
3: No, it's my top choice.
2: Kosher dill times mm-hmm. 10. It's yeah. Fine. Really, bread and butter. It not like kind of sweet? Sort of, yes. I don't like that. Sweet pickles. I love that. Really? Okay. Well, we're fortunate, of course, here in the city of Pittsburgh with H.J. Hines and Pickles, the history of Pickles. Here to talk to us about that is Andy Masick. Andy's the president, the CEO of the aforementioned Senator John Hines History Center. Andy, welcome back to the show.
9: How are you? Hey, it's, it's good to be with you, John and Kathy. And you know, at the History Center, Pickles are a pretty big deal.
2: Hey! Uh, ha
9: ha! Yeah, it's a dad joke um, extraordinaire.
3: Oh my gosh! Andy, yeah. that's horrible. You but know, anyway.
9: but we do we do have T-shirts at the History Center. Remember, you can get a pickle bundle in our gift shop, and it includes a am kind of a big deal T-shirt, and you can get the acrylic Heinz pickle magnet, and you can get nice. the enamel pin, and of course you can get the uh, skyline socks uh, with uh, Pittsburgh and pickles, and you can get if you ask now you get the five complimentary Heinz pickle pins. Oh, you know, the pickle pin that, that yeah. Kathy has in her jewelry box to this day. Yes.
2: I think it's a yeah. Pittsburgh birthright
9: to own a pickle pin. Right. Every real Pittsburgher has to have a Heinz pickle pin, yes. which yes. Uh, Kathy, do you remember when that was invented? and how that came about the pickle well pin.
3: i have to be honest and say i wasn't around then but uh i you know both of my parents not only worked at heinz but met at heinz and so we were mm-hmm. immersed not just in pickles but in pickle pins but i got a pickle lamp what um i yeah i got a pickle Ooh. lamp i mean at the you know the yearly um gift that would come to heinz employees uh it was always yeah. something that either had, you know, had a product on it. Really? You know, a classic version, like the original label, in, like the very first one. So tell me, the beginning of the pickle, uh, we're well, talking what, mid eighteen hundreds is my guess? All the way
9: back to eighteen ninety three is oh, when the pickle pin was invented. H. J. Hines started his business, of course, in eighteen sixty nine. But it was in eighteen eighty nine he went to Paris for the, the big world's fair there, the, the Paris Exposition, they called it. That's the uh, fair that they built the Eiffel Tower for. Okay. And Heinz was there, and he won first place in the pickle competition. They had what? a world pickle competition, and this was the first time an American had ever won the pickle competition. So he came back to the United States with blue ribbons and was a, it was a big deal. But Then in 1893, for the 400th anniversary of Christopher Columbus's discovery of the New World, uh, they had a World's Fair in Chicago. And this is the great Columbian Exposition. And Heinz was there. He figured, okay, I cleaned up in Paris. I'll see what I can do in the States. But they put him on the second floor of the main exhibition hall. And you had to take a hundred steps to get up there. No elevators, no escalators in 1893. And he was dying up there on the second floor. Tumbleweeds, crickets up there. No one was seeing the pyramids of horseradish and pickles and ketchup that he had in these magnificent displays. So on the fly, he comes up with an idea. He hires little boys street urchins. Uh, and he prints up these little luggage tags with brass foil on them. So it kind of looked like gold. And he and had the boys throw these little tags around on the floor of the first floor of the exhibit hall. And people, men and women, walking arm in arm in their finery, looking at the exhibits, would catch the glint of gold out of the corner of their eye. And they'd bend down and pick up this little tag. And on the back, it said, bring to the Heinz booth on the second floor for a free prize. Mm. Well, honey, let's go see what we're doing. And they trooped up the steps by the thousands. By the hundreds of thousands, really? people found their way to the Heinz booth, and they turned in their tag, and the prize they got was the pickle pin. Oh, no kidding. By the by the end of the fair, H.J. Heinz had given away more than one million pickle pins. Wow, And the, the New York Times were so impressed with the sort of uh, marketing genius of this thing that uh, they did a story about him. And they said, a young Pittsburgh entrepreneur who found himself in a pickle was saved by one. And that's how the, the legend of the Heinz pickle pin began. Well, Andy, he's a marketing genius, H.J. Heinz
2: was. I mean, to think of that, so to be forward thinking like that, he saved his business in many ways.
9: He really did. He not only saved his business, but all the other exhibitors on the second floor of the exhibit hall, they were so impressed that they all pooled their money. They bought him a silver punch bowl and had his name engraved on because he had saved their businesses, uh, too. So
2: So in the early days, like the original pickle pin, it wasn't plastic. The ones we get today are plastic. Was it a piece of metal? What was it made out of?
9: It it was actually made out of uh, sawdust and resin, uh, compressed. Uh, it was. Uh, they called oh. it composition in those days. It was kind of a forerunner of plastic, and it had a little brass loop on it, and you could wear it as a watch fob or as on a charm bracelet, or you could even pin it to your uh, bodice. Uh, but later on, um, I think in uh, around the turn of the century, they added the pin back that most people are familiar with today. And You can still win or earn a pickle pin when you come to the Heinz History Center. If you take the stairs, uh, you get a little stamp on each floor. And if you get six stamps on your, your passport, you take it to our gift shop and you get a free pickle pin.
10: Fabulous.
3: That is the voice of Andy Masick, president and CEO of the Senator John Hines History Center in association with the Smithsonian Institution. Now, listen, Andy, when John and I and Mike were there not too long ago, I saw some incredibly old pickles on display. Yeah,
9: you did. You saw the oldest pickles on planet Earth. They were found 45 feet under a cornfield in Kansas City, aboard a Pittsburgh-built steamboat that sank in 1856. (laughs) So the the Steamboat Arabia, they called it, steamed down the Ohio River, up the Mississippi River, up the Missouri River, and in the fall of 1856, hit a snag, a sunken tree, sank in 30 minutes. Total loss, the muddy Missouri River rushed over the steamboat that settled deeper and deeper into the mud, an anaerobic environment, no oxygen down there, 45 feet, uh, you know, in the bed of a river. The river changed course around the obstruction. And 150 years later, some guys figured out where the boat was under a cornfield. They excavated the whole thing. Everything on board the boat was perfectly preserved. I and mean, I'm talking coats, hats, boots, shoes, tools of all kinds. But food as well, including pickles, jar after jar of pickles, uh, jarred in 1856, were green as the day they were uh, stored up, and edible. And we know they're edible because one of the archaeologists popped the cork off the top, reached in, ate one of the pickles, and didn't die. And in Pittsburgh, we count that as edible, yeah. Yeah, I mean, right. okay, Now listen, when I was a little kid, edible. my
3: grandmother who lived in New Kensington, uh, would make pickles and I don't know what it was. She would put them in these like gigantic, they looked like oil barrels to me, like in the basement, right? And every time I yeah. would have to go down and use the Pittsburgh potty. And for those of you who are yeah. from Pittsburgh, you know what I mean, <laughs> right? If I had to go down and use a Pittsburgh potty every single time, she'd say, now don't you get into those pickles.
6: Hmm. <laughs> and, I used to, and I used to think to myself, people you?
3: here, like, obviously take pickles very
2: seriously. It's a great temptation.
3: <laughs> very seriously. Like, I wasn't thinking about getting into the pickle. Yeah. But but now I'm afraid of them, actually. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's well, what it is. well, wait, were they dill pickles or were they sweet? They pickles?
3: were dill pickles, yeah. Mm, good.
2: Very good. Nice. Yeah. So, Andy, all this pickle talk, you bring pickles up on our show today. Why?
9: Well, the Taste of, of Picklesburg is happening this weekend the Pittsburgh Downtown Partnership, uh, you know, they've got to change up uh, what was the, the biggest and most popular festival in America, Picklesburg, uh, has been changed somewhat. Uh, they'll be down at uh, Market Square. Uh, there'll be things happening at the History Center, uh, too. But you can sample things from local restaurants and businesses. Everything's got a Pickle theme. You can find everything Pickle downtown. Uh, this weekend, and if you come to the the history center, you can buy one of our pickle bundles uh, with all kinds of uh, pickle paraphernalia that you can send to your uh, relatives around the country. Um, uh, people uh, who are part of the Pittsburgh diaspora in yes. California or New York or Florida, uh, they're probably hungry for Pittsburgh pickle stuff and Heinz uh, memorabilia. And this is a great way to satisfy that need.
3: That is awesome. Andy, tell us about um, the Heinz History Center. How are you guys faring? I mean, these are such weird times. Um, Is is this like, how are you trying to approach this new era that we're in?
9: Well, you know, uh, as with other businesses that are open, we just cleaned the bejesus out of that uh, history center from top to bottom, and uh, we have uh, special air filters that are required by the Smithsonian. So we change the air in the whole 370,000 square foot building every seven and a half minutes. There's you know fresh what? air coming in, and uh, we use HEPA filters that uh, are really designed to keep our artifacts uh, perfectly preserved. Uh, but they're also good for people. They can uh, filter out any kind of uh, 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 COVID-19 viruses. So we've got plenty of space. We do ask people to wear face masks. Our staff uh, is masked. But we have a terrific exhibit right now from the Smithsonian called Smithsonian Portraits of Pittsburgh. Uh, Our curators found 100 paintings in the Smithsonian collection of Pittsburgh people, and wow. so we've recreated the National Portrait Gallery at the History Center. And oh, really? most of you know that uh, the Smithsonian is closed right now. Um, the, wa- the Washington museums are closed down. So the only place you can see the Smithsonian right now is, well, here in Pittsburgh at the History Center. Very nice. So Andy I, Masick, I, he's I the, the president, the CEO of the Center, John them.
2: Hines History Center. Andy, people want to stop by. What are your hours of operation?
9: We're open 10 to 5 every day of the week. We'd love to see you. There's plenty of room.
2: Fabulous. Always a pleasure, Andy. Thanks a lot for the pickle talk. It's a good way to start the weekend speaking of uh, the dills among us. We'll take a quick break, Bye. come back. It's our regular Friday feature. Kath and I do a round of this or that. That's next, the Friday edition of the Ride Home here on Word FM.
6: First Presbyterian Church is a beacon of light and love to this community.
5: The message that I hear sustains me for the whole week. I love this church
1: because of the diversity and the music and the people.
4: The incredible beauty of
10: the space. A warm, welcoming congregation.
1: The people are amazing and truly love one another and Christ, and our pastor preaches the gospel. I want everybody in Pittsburgh to come and experience.
0: First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh in the
2: heart of the city with the city in its heart. Hi, this is John Hall telling you how much I love My Pillow and how it's really changed my sleep. Check out the new mattress topper. It's truly amazing. I don't know if I love My Pillow or the My Pillow mattress topper more. Get a My Pillow mattress topper and get some of the best sleep of your life. It comes with a 10-year warranty and a cover that's washable and dryable. It is made in the USA and backed with Mike Lindell's 60-day money-back guarantee. MyPillow.com. Save 30%, use promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. When you do, Mike will give you two standard My Pillows for free. That's MyPillow.com, promo code WORD, or by calling 800-391-0954. Seriously, get the best night's sleep of your life. It's all about MyPillow, 800-391-0954. For
6: the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com. I consider not only my team members, but my patients, my family, and I miss them for quite a few months.
0: Stock Family Dentistry would like to say... Welcome back.
6: One of the biggest blessings I have received is to be able to use my talents and my passion to serve my community through our dental office. And I'm proud to say that we're doing it in a very safe way. We're finally back up to full speed. It's nice to be back with family.
0: On Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. Coming down the home stretch is Liberty Mutual, followed by customizes your car insurance. But wait, from the back comes so you only pay for
11: what you need. So it's Liberty Mutual, customizes your car insurance, so you only pay for what you need. And I'm pretty sure this
10: is just an elaborate insurance ad. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Hello,
9: this is Terry Hanna, host of Christians with Secret Addictions. I'm not a pastor, theologian, therapist, or counselor. I'm a Christian with 26 years of healing for multiple addictions. If you or a loved one are lost in the wilderness of an addiction, we're here for you. Every Sunday evening at 6.45 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. Why not join us on this spiritual journey to the promised land of healing? Talk to you Sunday.
5: 101.5 WORD FM, Pittsburgh on your smart speaker by saying play the word pittsburgh and on your phone via the word fm mobile app
7: iheart tune in and at radio.com cloudy tonight low 65 clouds with a shower or thunderstorm tomorrow high 79 saturday night cloudy humid with a shower or thunderstorm low 70 Sunday, cloudy and humid with showers and a thunderstorm, high 83, and a shower or thunderstorm Monday, high 81. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Andy Rob.
2: It's time now for the Friday feature, This or That. Both Kath and I have compiled a list of 10 things this or that? It doesn't mean anything. It's just a quick little litmus test into what we're thinking about this week, July thirty first, twenty twenty. This or that? Kath, you first or myself?
3: I would like to go first, John, just because Alrighty. I'm so eager.
2: Okay, you're eager.
3: It's the last day of July.
2: Yeah, i just, sorry to see that go.
3: Tomorrow would be the first uh, week of August, mm-hmm, and yeah. so my mind is on summer things.
2: Oh, yeah, very nice. Mm-hmm.
3: So, my list flows from that. May I begin?
2: Okay, please, yes.
3: John, backyard pool or community pool?
2: That's a lot there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Community pool.
3: Atlantic Ocean or Pacific Ocean?
2: Atlantic Ocean.
3: Long Island beaches or Carolina beaches?
2: Carolina beaches.
3: Wow, you are very certain. Beach umbrella or straight sun? each umbrella ball cap or floppy gilligan
2: hat uh, i'm going the floppy gilligan okay
3: all right cedar point or kennywood 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 or idlewild idlewild the thunderbolt or the turtle
2: <laughs> the thunderbolt
3: i can't believe you picked the thunderbolt front porch or deck front porch Peace and quiet at a beach condo, or excitable rooster at an Airbnb.
2: <laughs> Peace and quiet at the beach condo. Yeah, all right. Very and nice. the last
3: one for today, yeah. John. Mm, yeah. Sunburn leading to skin cancer, or <clears> accumulating <throat> sunscreen toxins in your body.
2: <laughs> I'm going the accumulation route. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Uh, yeah. Very nice. <laughs> All right. Very good. That's the beach theme, this or that, for July 31st with Kath. I have no theme. I'm just going to throw some stuff at right. you, okay? I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Painting, drawing, drawing, museum, library. Oh, that is
3: very hard. Museum.
2: Celebration, rest. Uh. Well,
3: how do I pick? That's unfair. fair? Hey,
2: it's this or that, calf All right. What about Ce- fair? It's this All or right. that. All right, celebration. There we go. Flowers, trees, trees, straight hair, curly hair, curly hair, curly hair, no hair. <laughs>
3: Oh, are you asking about a particular person I'm here? I'm just saying this all or right. that. Okay. For me, I'll say curly hair.
2: <laughs> okay. All right. little stinker. Here <laughs> Freedom. Mm-hmm. Hope. Hope. Frozen yogurt. Ice cream.
3: Frozen yogurt. Every time.
2: Pandas. Whales. Oh, what, what do you mean? Pandas or whales. This or that. Pandas.
3: That's me. That's me. Whales. Why? Wait, is it mean? Okay, because they're awesome. Both awesome. i to pick. Okay, whale.
2: Okay, really, you diss the panda? I'm surprised. Okay, swim in a pool. Swim in the sea. Swim in the sea. Snow White. Cinderella.
3: Cinderella. There Every you go. time. All right.
2: July 31st edition of I this like or that. Take a break. Come back. Dr. Richard Ma will join us in a few minutes. Well, once the pandemic's over, we're going back to church. We're just going to Zoom the rest of our time. Stick around for that conversation.
5: W-O-R-D. It's back to school
0: time. So whether your kids will be back at school wearing masks or you're keeping them at home, one thing will stay the same. So let us help. Enter the back-to-school sweepstakes.
5: You could win $2,500 to help pay for school supplies and kids' clothing. Then your school gets an additional $2,500.
0: There are lots of ways to enter. Find out how you and your school could be a winner. Sign up at WordFM.com.
12: Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt for The Circle Ring, made by BodyMetrics.com, B-O-D-I-Metrics.com, BodyMetrics.com. It's now my companion every night when I go to sleep, because it measures the quality of the sleep that I get, the oxygen in my body, it is not a diagnostic tool. It's an observational tool. It's one that I started using two weeks ago, and now I'm very, very attached to. It gives you a baseline of your normal blood oxygen. It gives you a baseline of your pulse during exercise if you choose to wear it, and I do. It tells you how fast your heart is beating, and that's always very good to know if you're getting the kind of exercise you need. But what you're going to see with the circle ring, again, at bodymetrics.com is an observation of how healthy you are as measured by the amount of oxygen that you have in your body. If you've got any kind of a respiratory problem, any kind of apnea, any COPD, asthma, you ought to be wearing and reading the output from this ring every day. Go and check it out. Bodymetrics.com. B-O-D-I-Metrics.com. It's changed the way I sleep.
4: Audiences everywhere are saying Uncle Tom is a must-see movie.
12: Uncle Tom was amazing, simply
11: brilliant. Uncle Tom's the finest, most thought-provoking documentary I've ever seen.
9: Oh my God, what an amazing movie. Every American needs to watch your film. It doesn't matter if you're left, right, or center, it's a great movie. It's just absolutely wonderful.
4: An eye-opening masterpiece of the real history of America.
13: I am blown
1: away. Breathtaking! I sat here with tears rolling down my face through most of this movie. Thank you so very, very much for doing this. Uncle
4: Tom is one of the most important documentaries of our time.
1: I highly recommend everyone get it. I wish I could figure out a way to get everybody to watch it.
4: Purchase now at UncleTom.com. Use promo code Larry for 20% off.
0: I think that you may save America
1: with this movie. Uncle Tom.com.
0: W O R D celebrates the high school class of 2020, and we'd like to reward your college-bound seniors' achievement during our Senior Spotlight Sweepstakes presented by Salem Media Group. Enter now through August 20th for a chance to win a 500 school package. Click the contest banner at WordFM.com and upload a photo of your senior with a short bio of their future plans. Then, Friday, August 21st, one lucky senior will win a 500 school package. The Senior Spotlight Sweepstakes brought to you in part by Salem Media Group. Salem.
2: We went to the phones earlier this week and talked about, are people back in regular worship in their home churches? And for both Kath and I, we were surprised that most of those phone calls we took, the the large majority, people were back in worship. Every one of them. Now, my church isn't back, Kath. Yours isn't as either. Mm -mm. But so we're wondering about this. You know, when the pandemic, finally, that last gasp goes away... Will people return to church in earnest, as they have been, those committed Christians who are regular church attenders, or this Zoom thing has made people so comfortable and it's kind of fit into the family schedule, you kind of go, yeah, I don't really need to go back to church. Well, Dr. Richard Miles here to talk exactly about that question. Dr. Miles, Professor of Faith and Public Life at Fuller Theological Seminary. He is uh, the author of several wonderful books, Adventures in Evangelical Civility. His latest is called Restless Faith, Holding Evangelical Beliefs in a World of Contested Labels. Dr. Mao, welcome back to the show, sir. Hey, good to be with the two of you. Hey. And you as well. Always good to hear your voice. Yeah.
3: Richard, tell us, I know the numbers are high in California. Um, What are they like in your particular
13: area? Uh, the numbers, oh, it's, it's you know, these are terrible days. I mean, we're just seeing more surge than decline. And yeah, it's a scary time. Yeah. Hmm.
3: Yeah. Okay, so what are churches doing? Now, we know what John MacArthur's church is doing because, of course, we all saw that in the news on uh, Monday. But what about um, regular churches, you know, churches that are not outright defying the ban? Um, What does it look like?
13: Well, you know, I I think our pastor is doing uh, daily devotions that people tune into. Uh, giving is actually quite good right now so the signs are not awful but i just want to want to say this john and kathy we will never go back to the way it was simply i mean that's just not going to happen uh we're going to have to find a new normal in all of this and it still doesn't look you know appear what it looks like but let me just make a a couple of observations about it the one thing is to to reflect this is an important time to reflect on what we really like about being in church because a lot of us are missing hymn singing choirs uh, and we're not going to simply go back to that not very easily and i do think that there's a younger generation that um is very we find this in higher education, and not everybody was ready for that either. But a lot of schools have been in terms of doing what we call hybrid courses—you know, things on online plus things in what we call geophysical uh, presence, the the classroom. I think we're going to see some more of that in in church life, and we're not really uh, ready for it yet. But this is a younger generation that. Uh, is, is very accustomed to 24-7, uh, at least partly online, connecting with people. And I think it's going to make a difference in what happens when we do get back together.
2: Mm. Uh, we were talking a couple days ago, Richard, about uh, this exact subject, and someone opined, I don't know who, one of our guests said, you know, that the, the churches that have 50, 100, 150 people, you know, those smaller churches— most likely are just going to pass away and hopefully there'll be an absorption from other churches but we're going to see thousands and thousands of small churches disappear across the country which is a heartbreak because in many ways that's the backbone of christianity here in america yeah
13: i i, I think that i think that person is is uh speaking wisdom you know there's another dimension this is about a family that I know they they moved to another town they they had loved their church and they loved the pastor in the church that they'd been in for a long time they moved to another city they can't really find anything they like as well as the previous one but they're loyal you know and they go you know they drive 45 minutes but uh, each way to church but during this time they have been attending the previous church Online, you know. Right. And, uh, I'm not sure if they're going to be quite as loyal to that local congregation. You know, they, they go back to the original pastor who is now preaching online and the church is gathering online. Right. And, uh, we've already, a lot of us, been worrying about a consumerist approach to worship. You know, you go where you feel blessed. And if you don't like the, the new pastor, then you move on to something else, you know, and, uh, we could, we could be seeing a lot more of that, a lot of uh, church shopping online.
6: Hmm.
3: Richard Mao is with us, former president of Fuller Theological Seminary. Um, so what does that mean? It's just so ironic when we talk about choices we're making um, – kind of real life choices that we're making in a virtual way simply be- because before any of this hit, Richard, we were talking about how important it is for people to be in person and how we have to devalue nice. the, you know, virtual experience. And now we're saying that the virtual experience is what's going to actually determine what we end up doing. I mean, it, everything's so flipped around.
13: Yeah. There, there's something, I mean, you know, you're, you're, you're asking the right questions, but you know, uh, I've been if you if you think something like video games, you know I mean the thousands and thousands of people who play uh Warcraft and uh, you'll get a a group going on a game and somebody's in Hong Kong, somebody's in Singapore, somebody's in Belgium, somebody's in North Carolina so here's this guy in Hong Kong who had been a regular a player and he was a part of a group that from many different nations. And for about two months, he didn't show up at all to play. And when he came back on, he said, "Hey, I'm sorry, folks. I haven't been playing lately, but you know, my wife died two months ago, and it's been a rough time." He got thousands of very moving, you know, uh, expressions of sympathy, of concern. You know, now there he's experiencing something in virtual space that is real community. You know, you could, is- you may not like it, but it's real community. But-
2: and and Richard, while that while Christian that man Lord. was gone for a couple of months, the real church, the, you know, the local church would have showed up at his doorstep, and they would have brought him out of his isolation or surrounded him in his grief and brought him meals and engaged with him and helped to be a comfort. Yeah. So, you know, he's separated, and the virtual church, you know, you miss the eye-to-eye contact. You miss, there you are. What can I do for you? Let me take you. Let me help you. Let me show you. That's not, That's going to be a different thing, which I don't think is nearly as powerful.
13: Right. And and then, John, the real question is, how do we get that, that guy into the local church where his most meaningful experiences of community are in virtual space, you know? Right. And what do we do about that? I mean, I'm not arguing for it. I'm not arguing against it. I'm just saying sure, I mean, yeah. we're, we're changed. And, you know— it, a lot of this happened a long time ago. you know many of our denominations, you think Presbyterians or Methodists, we worked on a parish system. You, know, you went to church, the nearest church of your denomination. But you know as people got cars, they, they began to, to travel out of their right. parish. and the parish system is basically non-functioning today, certainly in Protestantism. And uh, it may very well be that this experience of quarantine will be yet another move uh, away from loyalty to a local church. I just don't know. I mean, we need a lot of work on this. And I'm not sure the work—I think I'm hearing a lot of pastors complain about stuff. Uh, and, you know, we got to get back
2: soon.
10: Right.
13: But, well, I think uh, no
2: matter what, God's doing a new thing. and. Yeah. I think our thing is we just need to be faithful to whatever that is.
13: Right. And and we need a lot of help. And this is why I think uh, I've been saying to pastors, you know, you got to go to the local Christian college and talk to sociologists, the people who study communications, you know, uh, because uh, this is a bigger issue than just simply how do we get the choir back, you
2: know. Right,
13: right. It really has to do with wrestling with what we have learned or what we have unlearned during this yes. uh This quarantine, huh?
2: Okay, so now you're in California, and of course it's a hot spot. Have you attended any services at all? I mean, what is that like for you? Because look, obviously you're a very social guy. You know a lot of people. (laughs) You've got to miss that.
13: I I do. We do miss it, and uh, we we're loyal to our church. We watch it every Sunday morning. The you know we have a traditional service and a contemporary service. We go to traditional every nine o'clock on Sunday morning and uh it's it's a good thing but we miss the choir we miss him singing and uh that's where i'm a little worried that we're not going to quite get back to that as fast as we'll get back to a pastor standing behind a pulpit preaching to us you
10: know yeah yeah
3: well richard you know our very best to you as you figure out you and your wife and your family how to navigate this and um, nice. We pray that the numbers go down in California just as soon as Stay possible. Safe.
2: Stay safe, Richard.
13: Hey, thank you. And and you too also. And uh, um, I'm, I'm sure you're wrestling with whole questions about what you're learning during this time, just in terms of the, your your listening audience. But uh, yes. I love what you're doing. So thank you.
2: Yeah. God bless you. Thank and goodness, we you. got baseball back.
13: Woo! <laughs>
2: <laughs> Richard Mile. Uh, he's a regular guest on our show, professor of faith and public life at Fuller Theological Seminary in Pasadena, California. His latest work is called Restless Faith, Holding Evangelical Beliefs in a World of Contested Labels. Take a break. Um, hey, uh, people are kneeling like crazy, right, for the national anthem. The NBA was at it last night. But uh, local Steelers saying, no way, not me. That story Next.
0: Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea miracle, you won't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle, Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code Pittsburgh for 20% off.
7: That's SalemNow.com, promo code Pittsburgh. This summer, turn your yard into the perfect getaway. Whether it's a lawn spruce up, a fresh coat of paint, or a s'mores-worthy patio upgrade, HomeAdvisor has the best landscapers, painters, handymen, and more to get the job done right with the home advisor app it's never been easier to check prices schedule and pay for hundreds of everyday home projects in just seconds for any project you're dreaming of you can count on home advisor so get the home advisor app and we'll do everything to fix up your everything hey mike how's the house coming along (sighs) needs a ton of work the pipes are leaking needs a new roof
0: the ac just broke i just don't have time to do it all myself you know anyone? Oh, just ask HomeAdvisor. They match you
4: with the best local pros for any home project.
0: Cool. Yeah, you can read reviews and book appointments online. What's it cost? Actually, HomeAdvisor is always free to use.
5: Nice. I'll check it out. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app.
12: HomeAdvisor.
0: This Sunday, Harmony Baptist Church continues their the summer outdoor church round services round round with round the, round. the award-winning Hands Quartet. The little house where I was raised. 7 p.m. August 2nd at Harmony Baptist Church in Newcastle. Don't miss this amazing evening drive-in service with one of the most exciting bluegrass bands in America. A free will offering will be taken. For details and directions, visit myharmonybaptistchurch.org
1: evening of inspiration and music really saved the lives of families in the Caribbean and Latin America. Experts
3: report that starvation might soon become famine in many of the communities where access to food has been cut off.
1: Join Food for the Poor Thursday, August 13th at 7 p.m. Eastern for a virtual national celebration. We are one. You'll experience the power of unity to save the lives of families impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic.
3: RSVP today for this free event at foodforthepoor.com forward slash one. Foodforthepoor.com forward slash OA.
2: Well, there's a lot of contentious stands in America today. And uh, one that's been going on for the past several years, of course, is kneeling during the national anthem. Well, Steelers defensive end Stefan Truitt took to social media yesterday and talked exactly about kneeling for the anthem. He said this, quote, I stand for the flag because I'm a proud American. Like previously stated, this country has provided and rewarded my family in so many ways through our perseverance and hard work. I'll continue to honor my country and be an example to my children to stand for what they believe in. In regards to the police brutality and the Black Lives Matter movement, I'll support these causes through other means. It's unfortunate that a couple of unprofessional individuals have caused such havoc on our country and damaged the trust of its citizens. I will not let these individuals steer me from the fact on the opportunity that God gives me for everyone, that God gives us for everyone. God bless. Now, of course, by saying that, immediately there was a lot of blowback, like Stephon Truitt's out of touch. Well, God bless him.
3: Well, this is what we don't get. I just can't. I just think I'm about to lose my mind. We need to allow people to have a viewpoint that might be different than your viewpoint. That was what I always said about kneeling is look, you don't like that that Colin Kaepernick knelt in front. So what? That's his constitutional right. You don't have to like it. You don't have to like it. You don't have to watch. Right. But he is protected. He's allowed to do that, and you're allowed not to like it. Yep. Same with Stefan Truitt. If he wants to stand for the national anthem and you don't like it, you don't have to watch him stand for the national anthem, but he has a right to do it.
2: Well, Leave all of a sudden, alone. cancel culture is going to rise up, right? I'm sure people are going to look at Stefan Truitt. Now, good, bad, or otherwise as some you just have the guts to speak his piece well, that's, that's stupid
3: it look okay. listen so let's try not to make our culture stupider and stupider by canceling people Good let's luck just listen to what people have to say and either decide whether we agree or not but they still get to say
2: it mm-hmm. i agree Good okay grief. let us step away um in a few minutes uh, after the break we're going to talk about uh going out to bars uh, have you, you been to me. a restaurant? No, not you, and me. We're no, going out uh- to a bar tonight. No, 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 mm. no. I'll see you tomorrow. For no, uh, I'm going to stay home as much as possible. However, the spread of COVID, uh, the restaurants, the bars, people pointing the finger once again. Are you ready to go out and have a dinner? Have you done that? We'll talk about these mixed signals that we're getting. Stick around the five o'clock hour. The ride home with John and Kathy here on Word Event.
5: Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app, at wordfm.com, iHeart, in and on radio.com, in the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh.
10: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A federal appeals court has overturned the death sentence of Zokar Zernaev and the 2013 Boston Marathon bombing, the three-judge panel of the U.S. First Circuit Court of Appeals in Boston issued that decision. Zernayev's lawyers had argued that intense media coverage had made it impossible to have a fair trial in Boston. The April 15, 2013 attack killed three people and injured more than 260. Zernayev was convicted on 30 charges, including conspiracy and the use of a weapon of mass destruction. President Trump taking a Friday swing through Florida. His visit comes as the state is preparing for Hurricane Isis, the president holding a campaign event with Florida sheriffs in Tampa. On Wall Street, the Dow picked up 114 points today. The Nasdaq gained 157. This is
1: SRN News. How do you keep a biblical perspective in a pandemic accompanied by a mental health crisis? As COVID-19 has spread, prescriptions for anti-anxiety medications have nearly doubled. Yet in a world consumed by worry, God has a purpose for anxiety. And that's the subject of a timely new book, The End of Anxiety, The Biblical Prescription for Overcoming Fear, Worry, and Panic. Written by pastor and biblical counselor Josh Weidman, it offers his personal prescription with practical steps and biblical answers for coping with stress and and deepening trust and dependence on God. The End of Anxiety can help you find peace and joy in times of uncertainty, fear, and darkness. Our main goal as Christians is to glorify God in everything we do. And as the author opens his life and personal journey in this book, he shows how suffering, anxiety, and our mental battles can bring God the glory. The End of Anxiety, the biblical prescription for overcoming fear, worry, and panic. Available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. Learn more at endofanxiety.com. Hi, this is John Hall telling you how much I love
2: my pillow and how it's really changed my sleep. Check out the new mattress topper. It's truly amazing. I don't know if I love my pillow or the My Pillow mattress topper more. Get a My Pillow mattress topper and get some of the best sleep of your life. It comes with a 10 year warranty and a cover that's washable and dryable. It is made in the USA and backed with Mike Lindell's 60-day money-back guarantee, MyPillow.com. Save 30%, use promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954 when you do. Mike will give you two standard MyPillows for free. That's MyPillow.com, promo code WORD, or by calling 800-391-0954. Seriously, get the best night's sleep of your life. It's all about MyPillow, 800-391-0954. For the
1: best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com.
2: Blue Star medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of
0: almost any skin irritation.
11: It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working.
5: We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything.
4: I love the
1: cooling sensation on my athlete's foot.
5: What a relief for my eczema.
1: Nothing worked on my dry-cracked skin until I tried Blue Star.
5: Blue Star is great for scalpage.
0: Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast
12: or your money back.
4: Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into your retirement blueprint with Kurt Kanodik and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to your retirement blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG
7: Investment Management, LLC. Cloudy tonight, low 65. Clouds with a shower or thunderstorm tomorrow, high 79. Saturday night, cloudy, humid with a shower or thunderstorm, low 70. Sunday, cloudy and humid with showers and a thunderstorm, high 83, and a shower or thunderstorm Monday, high 81. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Andy Robb.
1: Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons.
2: Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along. It's Friday. Friday, Friday, lovely Friday. Uh, five o'clock hour. It's our last hour of broadcasting for the week. Kath, good to see you from your spare room. Enjoying yourself a delicious sip of uh, iced tea.
3: I am. I salute mm-hmm. you on this Friday. And I would I like to tell you, you I yes. don't know if it's too early or too late. No. But I would like to inform you that your weekend
2: has begun. Oh, yes. It's five minutes past the five o'clock hour. At least in this corner of the spare room right over here, things are well. Things are pretty good for a are Friday. They? In yeah. In your I tiny little so. spare room. Yeah. It's fine here. You know, yeah, I like I think. that. Yeah. How are you doing on a Friday? I mean,
3: I'm okay. Okay. I mean, I, I could, you know, this whole era, I'd like to leave behind. But you, can't. you know, it is, it is what it is. You can't.
2: Nope. We're stuck. We are really stuck here. Now. We are. <laughs> <It> <laughs> Listen. Is what it um, is. Bars and restaurants in Allegheny County have uh, been linked to the most COVID-19 cases, but a report today says that uh, growing cases are showing more infected people from uh, private parties and other large gatherings, including demonstrations. Mm -hmm. Dr. Deborah Bogan, director of Allegheny County's health department, said uh, Thursday parties, weddings, funerals, religious services, and gyms are appearing more often as infection sources mm-hmm. the contract contact tracing thing huh
3: mm-hmm. now what about all of the um open-air restaurants that we see popping up
2: yeah or so restaurants that's the thing. that
3: were that were not open air before but are open air now
2: yeah well the, the, i saw this from the Trib. they they both articles came from the Trib. actually 13 great places for outdoor dining in pittsburgh yeah so Personally, I'd love to go out to dinner, but I'm not going to do it. But when you hear about some of these places, you think, yeah, man, let, let's go out and have some dinner. I would you, go out. I
3: would go would out for you? dinner. Yeah. If I was sitting outside, I would go out for dinner. Mike, have you been out for dinner?
5: Yeah. I actually went um, I, won, I went Wednesday night to Industry Public House in North Fayette. Got myself okay. some uh, some fish tacos. And yeah, it was. Tell we, me all about them. We ate out. Well, the fish tacos were amazing, of course. Great. Um and we ate outside underneath the tent, and it was okay. nice. I mean, there's probably like fifteen people eating. Fifteen? Okay. I'd say fifteen couples actually. But yeah, it was it was everybody was social distancing, and it was yeah, it was it was kind of weird. But I'm not gonna do yeah. it. I'm just too See, weird I would do it. Really? Yeah. Okay. As long how about am the-
3: Outside? I mean, I do what Rick Zimmerman tells me to do. Doctor oh, okay. Rick, All
2: who joins right. us on the show. Federal Gallery on the north uh, north side. Federal Gallery. Yeah, you know it.
3: Yeah, I, I've eaten there. Okay, twenty times probably. It's
2: open. It's open for business outside.
3: Well, it has those giant. It has like a whole you know plaza in the back where you can yeah. eat outside. It's wonderful. Right.
2: Con Alma in Shady Side. You know that one? Yes. Place? A little jazz you club that Pittsburgh's.
3: So you can go hear some good music. Mm-hmm.
2: Over Eden in Lawrenceville. I'm not familiar it's with it. It's a over rooftop Eden. rooftop bar. Okay. Looks looks beautiful. Over Eden. Okay. Um, walter's southern kitchen in lawrenceville the only opening the gigantic front yard which was used as a car lot not long ago
3: walter's southern kitchen
2: yes never heard of that either penn brewery of course in Uh, troy hill
3: outstanding because you can always eat on that very you know the cool stone patio they have there
2: rolling seafood in the strip
3: can eat up on the balcony Mm -hmm. or underneath
2: scratch food and beverage in troy hill
3: yeah Uh, i've eaten there a couple times but um, I didn't. I know when I ate there, they, there was not any outdoor dining, so that right. must be a new thing.
2: It says one of our favorite places in Pittsburgh, like many, is not designed for outdoor seating, no, but they're right. doing it anyway on an adjacent side street oh, that is okay. closed. All right, okay. that's good. Great. Uh, a place called Spirit in Lawrenceville. Spirit. Uh, right. Sadly, one of Pittsburgh's best live music venues has been rendered dormant by the pandemic. However. Uh spirit.com happens to serve some of the best oh the best pizza in the city. Mm. All right. Uh how about the round corner cantina in Lawrenceville?
3: Also, what is the deal? I, I, feel like I don't know. One of Pittsburgh's best back patios. Lawrenceville. Okay. What's yeah, that? Pith- the round what?
2: Round Corner Cantina. Don't know it. One of uh easily one of Pittsburgh's best back patios, featuring an open air bar, wooden tables, greenery, and strings of tiny lights. The kitchen serves up Mexican food until late. There's also top-shelf DJs spinning records.
3: Wow. Right. I could eat there and Mike could play my music.
2: hmm Pennsylvania go. Market in the Strip District. Pennsylvania Market. Uh-huh. Massive complex. Includes a generously portioned 4,000-square-foot open-air courtyard, five independent food hall stations to choose from, and a wine library. A wine...
3: What library? Right. What What? What? The, where the heck is What are they talking about?
2: Pennsylvania Market, Strip District. Mm-hmm. Charcuterie plates uh, are kind of uh, very interesting. Uh, how about, how,
3: okay. how about Is the that Abbey? S- Smallman? Like I, I'm in the strip all the time. It's I don't know strip. this place. Okay.
2: Yeah. You can look at it online, Uh, the PA market online. Okay. Okay. Uh, The Abbey on Butler street.
3: Yeah. That's a nice place. Yeah.
2: It's I very mean, nice. Yeah. I've been there. I-,
3: I actually have waited in line there twice and had mm-hmm. to, for work reasons,
2: had to leave both times. Okay. The porch in Oakland. I love the porch. Oh yeah. Me too. Love the porch and Casbah uh, is open.
3: Oh, in, in uh, Shadyside.
2: I love Casbah. We love Casbah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay.
3: What well, a fun set of stuff. I like yeah. that a lot. I'm still not going. Oh my gosh, my not going. What up. we have to do to get him to?
2: Nope. I mean, <laughs> good grief.
3: Yep. All right. Coming up next, as we celebrate our weekend, it's going to be a terrific one. We're going to look forward to Joe Klimchak joining us next. Joe is a great friend of the program, PNC Park in-game host. But since there aren't any people who are in the actual ballpark, as we know, uh, we hear the crowd noise, which just keeps it from getting weird. You know what I mean? It keeps the silence from getting weird. Well, the person who's running the crowd noise, it's Joe and he's going to join us next to talk about what it's like to work in a nearly empty ballpark. It's next, the Friday edition of The Ride Home.
2: All right. So because it is Friday, we always check in with Marcia from the Spring House because, I mean, you take a drive to the country, have something very nice to eat, maybe, a, you know, an ice cream treat as well to top things off. So this weekend will be no different. Hey, Marcia, uh, welcome back to The Ride Home. Uh, what is on the menu this week at the Spring House? Are you doing any parties?
9: We are. We're doing graduation parties. I think everybody's sneaking them in before um, before anything changes. Hopefully, it's not going to change. Hopefully, we're done. But anyway, we're um, we're doing lots of graduation parties this weekend and some weddings. And you know, yeah, out here in Washington County, 250 people or more can have a party outside. And so lots of people are doing that. And I just wanted to say, if you need to sneak one in, we can do that. We can work pretty fast to make it happen. And um, we're doing lots of rigatoni and barbecue pork, corn on the cob, um, all kinds of yummy sweet and sour broccoli salad, coleslaw. Um, of course, everybody's getting pints of chocolate milk and white mm. milk, and some people are getting assorted cupcakes or homemade cookies. And so, yeah, we can do it all for you.
2: Very nice. You just got me really hungry, Marcia. <laughs> Uh, my job right (laughs) it it surely is okay listen uh, you know whether it's a party or a weekend driving to washington pa check out the springhouse market springhouse market uh, online okay and uh, have yourself some good eats this weekend
12: we'll take a break Mm
2: -hmm. time whether your kids are returning to class
0: with face masks or you're keeping them at home one thing will stay the same back to school is expensive so we'd like to help Enter the back-to-school sweepstakes. You could win $2,500 for your kids' expenses. Then we pay an additional $2,500 to your school. There are lots of ways to enter. Find out how you and your school could be a winner. Sign up at wordfm.com. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life.
8: That's 800-494-2323. 800-494-2323. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy
9: at slugquote.com slash commercials. Or price could vary depending on your health-issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states.
0: WORD celebrates the high school class of 2020, and we'd like to reward your college-bound senior's achievement during our Senior Spotlight Sweepstakes presented by Salem Media Group. Enter now through August 20th for a chance to win a $500 school package. Click the contest banner at wordfm.com and upload a photo of your senior with a short bio of their future plans. Then, Friday, August 21st, one lucky senior will win a $500 hundred dollar school package the senior spotlight sweepstakes brought to you in part by salem media group salem surround and this station
2: good nights ago around uh, eight thirty or so i was out running a few errands coming back home i happened to turn on the radio and there i could not believe it was a pittsburgh pirate baseball game and the crowd noise was angelic i could not believe finally baseball was back It was like this major hallelujah moment for myself. And I think for all baseball fans to think the Pirates are playing baseball again, it's a really good sign that there is some sense of normalcy back in this world. Well, of course, the crowds are not back. Kathy and I are not going to be at a Pirate game anytime soon, like most of you, not until next year. But if you're so tuning into these games, whether it's on the radio or on the TV, the crowd is there, the virtual crowd. Joe Klimchak is back with us. You know, Joe Klimchak is the longtime in game host at PNC Park, but he's got a new gig in these weird pandemic times with the Pirates. Hey, Joe, how are you, thing? Welcome
11: back. Hey, John. Hey, Kathy. Good to talk to you guys. How are you doing? Good.
3: Terrific, good. Joe. Now, listen, sure. I got to tell you, you really um, it had me fooled. I've listened to a couple games on the radio. I've watched a couple on TV. And it's like I just don't even notice that there's a virtual <laughs> thing happening. I know that there's nobody there. It's not like I forgot. But you know how you're listening with one ear, your, your head's in the game or whatever. I mean, kudos to you because you're pulling it off in a great way.
11: Well, I appreciate that. That means a lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, anybody who's listened to baseball for years, it's that soundtrack of summer. You just hear that buzz, that hum of the crowd. You hear an occasional vendor. You hear an occasional clap, and then and then you hear a reaction when something good happens, and a not-so-good reaction when you're disappointed. And and uh, Major League Baseball, to their credit, and I, I do like this. I know it's not everybody's 100% behind it. Some say, you know what, don't don't give me the fake noise. I'd rather just have it be total silent, and maybe. It occasionally hear a player say something but I think most of the reaction so far has been with the Pirates feedback has been uh getting from the fans is that most like it it's like it it, it makes it seem a little more normal and um yeah that's that's where we are we're just happy to have baseball back and uh it's it's been an adjustment but it's it's been fun I'm I feel just so blessed to be back at the ballpark and and watching games and uh doing something in an entirely different capacity. This this, this could not be more different than my regular job, as you guys know. But uh, just blessed to be there and doing
2: something. So, Joe, talk about this. Now, um, Major League Baseball sent out uh, these murmuring clips or these excited clips or whatnot, and you're the guy. You're watching the game, and you've got, like, an iPad, and there's a menu in front of you, and so you're sort of like Johnny on the spot reacting as the crowd would react.
11: That's it. That's it, John. Yeah, so MLB sent every team, all 30 teams, an iPad. And on that iPad was uh, loaded this, this program. They, they, what they did is they took the, the noise, the, the reactions from MLB, the show, the video game. Now, I've never played that before, but uh, people say that these are the exact reactions, the cheers. And, and apparently on the game, there are small, medium, and large reactions. So on this iPad, I have uh, I have four different tabs and, and and three different banks of of reactions. Um, so, for instance, like if if, if there's a, if there's a routine grounder, ground ball to short, Newman fields it, throws on to first base, Josh Bell catches it. That would that may be garner early in the game. That would be a small reaction. So I have eight different choices of small reactions I can hit on that because wow. they 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 want, they want a little variety. And I do know that having heard all eight reactions now through five games. I know that among the small reactions, like one through eight, that, that is a different level for each of those. So seven's the lowest. I know that of all those, of, of those eight reactions, one is the greatest. So um, it, 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 it's, been a, it's been a work in progress, but uh, I'm getting up to speed on it. Uh, there, there's also that bed, that, that, that murmur, that, that white yeah. noise you hear. That just kind of loops throughout the game. I love that person. I mean, you turn on the radio, you, 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 you would swear that there are fans of the game. That's great. And then um, there are there are positive reactions, as I said, small, medium, and large. There are also disappointed reactions, dis- disappointment reactions. So that if if, if you think a ball might be going to the gap, you might have a, a a small cheer, and then and then the opposing team catches it uh, at the warning track, and then you hit the maybe the the disappointed medium reaction, it's like ah, so you get one of those. Um, they they've really thought of everything. Well, I, I, I mean everything that we can play. The question I'm getting. That's the most often by fans on social media and and, and family and all they're where's the where, where's the boo button? Like when Ryan Braun stepped to the plate in his last oh series. Oh my gosh! Yes, gonna, <laughs> I was booing. Yeah. But there, there, there's no boo button. There, there's no boo button. And there's no woo button either. For those who attend oh, the, woo. the, at the, the game. there are no woos. No woos. Thank
2: the goodness. Woo is that there. woo's annoying to me.
11: <laughs> it is
3: annoying. Joe Klimchak is with us, PNC Park in-game host. Now, in the COVID era, he is the crowd noise guy at the ballpark. Okay, mm. my question is, how fast can you react? Because, like, I mean, God forbid this would happen. But say, you know... Yeah. Uh, shortstop, you know, throws the ball to Josh Bell who misses it and it, you know, mm-hmm. skitters away from him and the, and the runner is, you know, running from first to second. Is there something like, you know, people gasping or something like that?
11: Yeah, that's a good question, Kat. And it's one of those things where, um, I've, I've kind of made some certain choices, how I'm going to do things and, and knowing that I'm going to get burned a couple times. So, Maybe it's the radio blood in me. When I started in radio, everybody's in radio. We like things to be tight, right? We can't have any dead air. So, so when we make a play from short to first, what I believe to be when I believe it's going to be a routine play, we're going to get the the the, the runner out by several steps. Um, I'm going to hit a reaction, usually the small reaction. I'm going to hit the button before the ball reaches Josh Bell's mitt. I'm, only because for my reaction time my human reaction time, plus the time it takes for the sound to travel through, this, through the wires to the panty Park speakers and then be heard in the ballpark and over radio and over TV, that, that's at least a full second. So, so I'm watching that ball cross the diamond, and I hit it just a split second before it hits Bell's mitt, and then when it reaches Bell's mitt, boom. It's, it, it's, it's almost to my ear, it's exactly when the crowd would react. Now, I got burned last game. There was, a, If you remember, there was a blue foul to Colin Moran. A ball that Colin would say he would catch 100 out of 100 times, hmm. and, and of course I hit the smaller reaction and it bounced right off his glove, so I had to come right back with the medium disappointment reaction.
6: Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> fabulous, from, Joe. From, Joe I, I, I don't want to, you know, I I overstate joke. this,
2: but in some ways it's kind of like you're playing an instrument.
11: It is, it is, and, and I've only played the piano, and I only know one song, "Chariots of Fire," and that was like back when I was eight years old. So I haven't played an instrument in a long time, but it is, it is, it, it's, you, you have all these keys at your disposal, and and right, all these different sounds, and they all have make, make their own little noise, and and you just gotta gotta be gotta be tuned into what would be appropriate at that time, and uh, it's. You know the, the first we, we, uh, nice thing is we had a chance to work a couple, a couple uh, preseason games, exhibition games. Indians came into town, so those first two were a little stressful. They were televised, so uh, you know the the stress level was high there. But with every game, I'm getting more comfortable, and uh, it, it, we're we getting there. There there is that 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 that, that moment though when you um, you know I've never had a chance really over my necessarily been my 16th year as the in game host. My job has me moving all around the ballpark, doing games between innings, and really not watching the game much. So this is my first chance to actually watch the game. So I'm kind of getting into watching the game, and I have to remember that I'm still in charge of the crowd I'm, I'm there for a reason. So at <laughs> it, the home opener, it was, it was it was oh I mean, I'm still kicking myself for this. It was it was the home opener. Chad Cool after the rain delay, we took Stephen Paul out, and as usually happens, uh-huh. the starter comes out because of the delay. We brought in Chad Cool. First appearance after Tommy John uh, surgery. So he hasn't pitched in two years. He goes out there, he throws three and two-thirds innings, scoreless. It was was just beautiful. Derek Sheldon goes out and and eventually pulls him for a relief pitcher and and, and calls walking off the mound. And I actually stood up from my little post there. I'm in the room all by myself. I stood up and I just clapped. I was like, Chad, that was great. And I was That's thinking, cool. myself, I'm like, you know, I'm, 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 what, what a bummer! He's not getting a big ovation from the crowd. I was like, wait a second, I'm in charge of this. So like,
2: <laughs> you and are I, the crowd. I, like, I know. I That's like, ah. cool.
11: But it was late. But anyway.
2: Nice, Joe. Okay, That's so funny. Funny. this is kind of weird now because you know you've taken on additional duties. So at some point, you have to title this position and put it on your resume, right?
9: Yeah. Uh,
11: yeah, I, I suppose. I Yeah, so it, it, actually, it, it, I, I've almost kind of come full circle, John, because uh, the, the, the stepping stone to becoming in-game host, if you remember when I opened up the ballpark in 2001, they had a big pop bottle above the uh, right field bleachers, and when they hit a home run, smoke came out of the pop bottle, and I was the guy that hit the button that made the smoke come out of the pop bottle. So, <laughs> so now I'm like, pop bottle, smoke guy, in-game host, crowd noise guy. Yeah, it's, 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 I'm, I'm definitely building a nice resume here.
10: That's bad. That's really funny.
11: Good.
3: Now, now, Joe, um, I want to make sure I find out if this is changing your personal life in any way. Like, are things happening at home that you all of a sudden feel like you need to be, you know, magnifying in some way?
11: Uh, you know, it, it, I mean, I guess I, I said I'm, I'm so blessed to do it. We should be on game home game 55 now. We've only played five, so I mean, everybody's life is turned upside down. It's yeah. uh, it, it everything's just crazy. Um, I do come home a little more stressed from this job because it's like okay. I, I feel like, what's funny is I, I said put, put me on the video board in front of twenty thousand, thirty thousand people. I know that I know how to prepare for that. I I I kind of feel like that's 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 in my blood now. Having me hit the the medium reaction button on a double to the gap that stresses me out right now. So yeah,
1: yeah, I, yeah. will yeah. bless I you for that, show. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Hey, I'm just kind of curious. You know, the experience, of course, for everybody is so different at PNC Park. At any one time during the games, can you guesstimate how many people are in the park?
11: Right. Well, I mean, the the stands are absolutely empty with the exception of maybe, I would say, a handful, five maybe, just ushers tracking down, running down foul balls. And, of course, the players are now sitting in the stands behind home plate to social distance. They're in the stands. But it is truly it is truly empty. It's players. It's only necessary staff. Our scoreboard staff was trimmed a little, so it's the guy, we have guy doing balls and we he's a guy doing replays. We have a great scoreboard staff, Tim on public address. Paul Danilo is our director. I mean, I, there's is family. We've been doing this for years. So most of us are back. But other than that, you know, broadcasters, only home broadcasters, visitor broadcasters and broadcasters aren't there. It's bare bones. And Enelton's doing a great job keeping it safe. We go in, temperature check, we ask the Thirty questions. We walk through. We get screened. Every every everything is, of course, sanitized. All our stations are now blocked off with with uh, plexiglass. They're sanitizing our headsets. Everybody's on headsets to the game. listening to the director, doing everything they possibly can. But it is it is an empty ballpark for a major league baseball game. It is unprecedented, and it's uh, uh I it, it, when game thirty hits, and I hope we get the full season in. I, I still yeah. won't be used to it.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. I do hope you get the full season Me in. Of too. course, news today that the you know the Cardinals have now been altered by COVID. Now, so yeah. at any point, this you know house of cards could collapse. So we're praying that you get the full season in. That's for sure.
11: We are. And and, and one thing, this, this is this is a little weird. breaking news. I don't know if Mike has a breaking news sounder or anything, but this is this is the first time I, anybody I think from the club has mentioned this. Um, but they're planning a virtual face night maybe in September. So believe what? it or not, we might actually. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Faith Night was scheduled for June, but now it's uh, it could be done virtually in September. Brad Henderson, Team Chapel, and working on that. It's a great event. You guys have always been a part of it. We love partnering with Word FM on that. Uh,
3: yeah.
2: There's a good chance we'll be doing that online. Yeah. Okay. Hey, that's fabulous. Great news, Joe. Thanks hey, for now,
3: that. Now, there's one good thing about that is I bet it might end earlier than it's ended in the past. Yay. <laughs>
9: <laughs> oh my goodness, I know.
11: Yeah, it, 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 I think all but one Faith night is turned into Faith morning and it's just like
9: it's it, 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 it's always that night, but uh That's really great.
6: <laughs> yeah, I think right. I think it, last
9: it's, it's time it
3: good. turned into a sleepover. We're yeah, gonna no, try to good. avoid that this time.
2: Joe Klimchak from the Pittsburgh Pirates. Joe, we've always been big fans of your work. We're still fans of uh-huh. your work, but just in a different way. So keep on well, going likewise. on, Joe. I love
11: you guys. Let's go Bucks. Thanks, guys. Let's go Bucks. Thanks, man. Peace <laughs> out.
2: It's Joe Klimchuk. That's Joe
3: Klimchuk, uh, in game host at PNC Park. He's now the crowd noise guy. He's got the little sliders working on his little uh, <laughs> iPad. We're good to go. That's good. All cool. right. We need to step away. We come back celebrity birthdays. We'll talk about three people who are remarkable in different ways who all were born on this day. That's next in the Friday edition of The Ride Home. Brides come in all beautiful shapes and sizes. And at URB Bridal Informal in Bethel Park, every dress can be custom made to celebrate everyone, including hard-to-find plus sizes. High-fashion, private label designs made to order, as flattering to your budget as they are to your neckline. Enjoy a personalized, no-pressure, luxury shopping experience, complete with complimentary champagne and chocolate, and see the entire selection. Find a dress that celebrates you because
6: you are beautiful at urbbridal.com. I was a little bit surprised, but so happy to see how eager patients were to return to the office. And their loyalty and their friendship means everything to us.
0: Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care at StockFamilyDentistry.com.
4: Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC.
2: We are, of course, living in uncharted territory. Now, if you have kids who are in college or are about to be, this also is a layer of uncertainty and perhaps deep disappointment. We've got a child who is in a state university. It looks like as though they're going to be Zooming classes, but Grove City College is committed to opening schools this fall and having students to come back. We're not quite sure what that looks like, but Grove City will be open for business this year. Listen,
3: John, I can't tell you how pleased I've been with the amount of communication that we've gotten from the school just about how they're making decisions and where they are at this time and just recognizing the, you know, the variabilities of where we are right now in America. But I think at moments like this when there is so much uncertainty, the thing I keep falling back on is the importance of hanging with people I can trust. People who've already established their reliability before this COVID emergency so that going forward, I can say, okay, I know these people and I trust that they're going to make a good decision.
2: I agree with that. So if you're looking for a school that has a strong biblical backbone with believers who are there and an excellent educational initiative, it's Grove City College. Look online at Grove City College, gcc.edu. Grove City College opens
5: this fall. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus, iHeart, tune in and on radio.com. 101.5
7: WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Cloudy tonight, low 65. Clouds with a shower or thunderstorm tomorrow, high 79. Saturday night, cloudy, humid with a shower or thunderstorm, low 70. Sunday, cloudy and humid with showers and a thunderstorm, high 83. And a shower or thunderstorm Monday, high 81. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Andy Robb. Well, it's time for a celebrity birthday celebration. The
3: three of us are going to celebrate three famous people. We haven't and done celebrity uh,
2: birthdays for a while. We
3: haven't done celebrity birthdays in a long time. Mm, yeah, you yeah. know why? Because that's just, I you mean, know, you the, know. Co- the COVID's just taken the, you know, the zing out of it sometimes.
2: Right. But, you know, the people still are not have birthdays, so that's we should, right. you know, acknowledge them.
3: Okay. I think we should, John. I'd yeah, like yeah. To acknowledge these three. I was um, going to say
2: anybody good. Like, I'm, you know, deciding if the person's, you know, worthy of celebrity birthday well, one of these, these
3: people, one of these persons is a felon.
2: is that okay all right fine
3: all right let's start here uh should we start with the felon
2: yes you want to
3: all right uh wesley snipes
2: oh oh wesley snipes boy wesley snipes had a fabulous hollywood career going
3: unbelievable face big time i love his face
2: beautiful yeah Yeah. really a fine actor yeah and then apparently he didn't pay his taxes and wound up in not only did he not pay his
3: taxes he was involved in a scheme to not pays taxes he went to he went to prison with two pals what yeah
2: oh man yeah
3: i think he served what like three to five years or something like that what he's been heck? out since 2013 how old do you think wesley snipes is today john
2: wesley snipes he's one of those guys who could be 40 or 70 um so if he's 40 or 70 let me go somewhere in between i'd say wesley snipes is 57 why 58 what hey johnny Dang, okay, like I said, so I'm, good at that. I could have easily have chosen 42. Uh,
3: all right. Coming up next, uh, J.K. Rowling.
2: Oh, God bless J.K. Rowling. Rowling. God bless J.K. Rowling. I she is it. taking it because she is speaking the truth.
3: She is taking it. I love it. her. I love Plus, her. So she's the author of the Harry Potter books, which have sold 500 million <laughs> copies.
2: What a crazy number. 500
3: million copies. It's the Boom. best selling book series of all time. Yeah. Seven books in the series, if you've never read them. Um, she is the world's first billionaire author.
2: Billionaire. Mm-hmm.
3: World's first wow. billionaire author. She, however, recently lost her billionaire status, however, because she's given so much money to charity.
2: Good for her. That's a good way exactly. for a billionaire to be.
3: Um, how old do you think JK is today?
2: JK. Now, she's been around a while. Harry Potter, you know, it's at least two decades, right? Somewhere in that ballpark. I would, uh, Yeah, Probably. Okay, so I would say I'm guesstimating, you know, she, so she wasn't young when she wrote it, but she wasn't super old either. Uh, uh, so 20 plus years, she's 50. She probably Wesley Snipes, somewhere in the neighborhood. I would say uh, 55.
3: That's exactly right.
2: Hey, Johnny.
3: What the heck?
2: Hey, Honestly. good stuff.
3: Okay, okay, and the last one is Mark Cuban. Pittsburgher mm, Mark, Mark Cuban, owner Pride of the Dallas of Mar- Mavericks, yeah. uh, also of owner Lebanon. of Twenty Nine Twenty Nine Entertainment, uh, Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. His personal fortune: four point three billion dollars.
2: Four point three bill. Listen, we wanted Mark Cuban to buy the Pirates. Of Please course, buy we the did. We wanted
3: Please. anybody else to buy the Pirates, and then our expectations
2: we were dashed. Then we just wanted him to buy the O. Right. He hasn't and bought. I don't think tire. he's
3: bought that either. But he does no. seem to own. I mean, you know, he owns Walnut Capital, which I think owns half oh, of Pittsburgh. Oh,
2: that's right. Okay, uh, Mark Cuban. Uh, okay, I'm on a trifecta. I would say somewhere in the same neighborhood, 50, fifty-eight.
3: Sixty-two. Oh, oh, little so. off on that one by four whole years.
2: Okay, Mark Anyways. Cuban, sixty-two. Really? Mm-hmm. Exactly. A, okay, that's very cool. Okay. The pride of Mount Lebanon and WPA.
3: Mm-hmm. Are you surprised that Mark Cuban's fortune is four times as large as J.K. Rowling?
2: I have no idea. How do you when you when you reach the billion level? How do you even kind of? Go, yeah, I guess I could comment on that. I got nothing seriously. I'll tell you,
3: I'll tell you one thing. Right. Wesley Snipes is trying to figure out how he could not pay taxes <laughs> if he had that income.
2: Uh, don't talk to Mark Cuban about that scheme. <laughs> seriously, I got twelve cents in my pocket. Right. Okay. Somewhere between Mount Lebanon and Swissdale, things went off the rails and not so quickly. Okay, just saying that.
3: (laughs) All right, coming up next, it's the Week in Review. John and I look back over the last seven days. It's one of our favorite segments of the week, so stay close.
5: Point five, W-O-R-D.
1: And they lived happily ever after. Ever wonder if they did? That's why Family Life Today wants to give you their Take Your Marriage from Good to Great bundle with online marriage videos, audio sessions, and downloads of an ebook, a couple quiz, and a questionnaire. You'll also be entered to win Dinner for Two with Family Life Today's Dave and Ann Wilson and attend a live taping of the program. Sign up to win now at wordfm.com slash marriage.
0: Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea Miracle, you won't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle, Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code Pittsburgh for 20% off. That's SalemNow.com, promo code Pittsburgh. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents
11: Limo, Limo. and Doug. Check it out, Lemo. <laughs> Got a brand new motorcycle jacket and matching leather pants. Now let's go for a ride and
0: tell everyone that Liberty Mutual customizes their motorcycle insurance.
9: So you only pay for what you need. Oh my gosh,
11: this leather does not breathe well. You can't suffocate in leather, can you?
12: Liberty, Liberty, Liberty,
11: Liberty.
9: Get a customized quote at LibertyMutual.com.
1: connecting you with new customers.
0: WORD celebrates the high school class of 2020, and we'd like to reward your college-bound seniors' achievement during our Senior Spotlight Sweepstakes, presented by Salem Media Group. Enter now through August 20th for a chance to win a $500 school package. Click the contest banner at wordfm.com and upload a photo of your senior with a short bio of their future plans. Then, Friday, August 21st, one lucky senior will win a $500 school package. The Senior Spotlight Sweepstakes, brought to you in part by Salem Media Media Group, Salem Surround, and this station. It's been
1: another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week?
2: Well, from my perspective, they were talking about the whole of the pandemic, social unrest, school closings, society upended, and the record loss of the stock market. It's all a perfect swirl of a massive despair. I guess that's what they were Boy, talking that's about. That's a real
3: pick-me-up. Okay, oh. thank you. Right, um, I think people were talking about the death of John Lewis and uh, J.I. Packer on the same day.
2: Okay, again, a pick-me-up.
6: Mm-hmm. What was
2: a conversation that made you th- Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> made me what? What did it make me do? <laughs> the conversation think. made me think was our conversation yesterday with Jerry Boyer. Mm. Jerry Boyer said we were talking about schools. Or about um, churches. And Jerry said, okay, so there's going to be a big change. What is the new thing that God is doing? And can I be a part of it? Mm. I've been thinking about that a lot. I mean, obviously, change is coming. So God's moving. I want to be part of what God's doing. Yeah. I'm wholly available.
3: That's really good. Mm. It was an excellent conversation. It truly was. The one I picked was our conversation with David French on Monday. July twenty seventh at five thirty five. He talked about a Christian formation. That when we become Christians, uh, we un- we understand as we teach each other and as we learn in church and from whatever online tools we use that uh, you know our Christianity changes how we. I don't know. Use our money. It changes how we eat. It changes how we look at the world. It changes how we treat our neighbor. But the one thing that our Christian formation does not teach us in American Christianity is how we think about politics and especially how we talk about it. He said, American evangelicalism in particular is very good at telling you what to think about politics, what positions to hold, but it's really, really bad historically at telling people how to treat each other well in the political arena. And Ooh. I thought, man, is that not true? I'm we need some that. serious discipleship in that area. Yeah. All right, hit it next.
2: What did you eat? I've been eating um, almost every day what? mangoes. Oh, good for you. Just peel a mango. Yeah. And uh, man, that's all I want to have. It's kind of like really? a summertime thing. Yeah. The I mango. I do not thing. like a mango. What? What? No, what? I don't. I don't Why like don't you t- like a mango?
3: I don't like the texture. What? There's something about the taste. It's too gummy. I, I, it gets stuck in the back of my throat. You no, I don't about? like it.
2: I'm shocked. I I thought everybody loved a mango. I'm sorry. I don't. I wish I did. Yeah. Well, I can't get enough of them. So I'll take your share.
3: Okay, great. Terrific. Um, I loved uh, frozen mangoes are a big thing in Indonesia. I had a lot of that and I thought it was very delicious. So perhaps Mm -hmm. it's just me. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, I don't don't know. It's your failing. All right. You're going to mock me, but I don't care. Okay. (laughs) The tuna salad from Shop and Save. Oh, God. The most That's back again. Listen. Tuna salad.
2: You've talked about this over the over you know week in review several times. No, I don't
3: know if I have. No, no, uh, you I have. But I want to talk about it this week because it's been so hot. And you know when it's hot and I don't have air conditioning in my house, I'm not cooking. Get the tuna salad at Shop and Save. It's the bomb. <laughs>
2: And again, I would be very leery of someone get, making some, because you never know. has here. it been. It's been sitting in the sun. Get out someone it's
3: sitting of sudden, in the sun. It's inside the you grocery never know. store. You,
2: someone could be walking around the store with it. It's got mayonnaise in it. It might go bad. I'm not buying that stuff. Oh no my, way. You are so ridiculous. No, I'm telling you. Forget Mike, about Mike. Hit the button. What did you watch? I'm watching something really weird, oh, no. which I really enjoy. And I, okay. it just premiered on Netflix a couple of days ago, and I was like, I don't know anything about this. What would this be like? I'm watching a new Netflix show called, oh no, Indian matchmaking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, this is a really weird show. It's really cool. I mean, okay, so there are these, you know. People from India, or that you know, living in India or living in the United States, and there's actual this actual woman. She's like the most famous matchmaker for Indian families, and she's connecting people. People are going, well, you know, she's got to figure out the caste system. People want to talk about the my the height of my person that I want to love, the age, the good nature, the upbringing. Do you know that ninety five percent of people in India or Indian background, when they look at their mate, 95% of them consider horoscope to be very important. Stop it. Yes. Listen, it's a weird show, but I, I'm recommending it. Oh, no, I'm I can't all...
3: go with you. If you're going to pick on my tuna salad, man, I am taking you to task for Indian, Indian matchmaking. I, I, Get out of
2: here. Watch 15 minutes of it. You're going to like it. I don't think so. Oh, I think you should. Yeah. Mm. I'm telling you, it's going to be a big hit. Mark my word. <laughs> okay. okay I'm, I'm buying
3: right. I'm buying the t-shirt. all of a sudden I'm just struck dumb. Uh, Roger Hebert, can't, thumbs up I to, I can't stop watching the good place. I mean it's it's all I watch. I'm oh, like yeah. I, I, I barely have a professional life because I just have to keep getting to more episodes of the good place.
2: what Ted Danson
3: Ted Danson, Kristen Bell
2: and the guy from the Apple Hill Playhouse with no experience whatsoever right who came out of the blue.
3: Che, the guy who plays cheaty William Jackson Harper, something like yeah. that.
2: Okay. All right. What hacked you off?
6: Golly.
2: Okay. Now, here in the city of Pittsburgh, we are well well acquainted with the robber barons of the early 20th century. Andrew Carnegie, John D. Rockefeller, Cornelius Vanderbilt, Henry Ford. Okay, that story is very well told. We lived it here. It's part of our blood. But then I tune in this week, and I check out the 21st century robber barons. Mark Zuckerberg, Jeff Bezos, Tim Cook. The guy from Google whose name I can't pronounce these guys hack me off because they accumulate this wass- massive wealth and they sit down before these lawmakers who' a whole other story as well and they're kind of whiny they're apologizing in this weak willy way meanwhile I mean talk about billions billions and billions and billions these guys just hack me off because we are tools in their empire, yep. right? We are their product, and they have twisted the world in unimaginable ways. So I get hacked off when I see those guys.
3: Preach it, John.
2: I'm just saying. You asked me what I get hacked off about.
3: That's good. All right. I got hacked off at people who cannot allow Stefan Tuitt from the Pittsburgh Steelers to stink and stand up for the national anthem. I mean, for all the people who complained about people not liking Colin Kaepernick. Now we're all going to not like Stefan to it. I mean, how old and mature do we have to be before we can recognize we live in a democratic republic, which means we have freedom of speech that we should actually encourage one another to use. If someone doesn't agree with you, so what? Yes. Or crying out loud. Rejoice in the fact that you get to express your opinion and encourage someone who's even from another point of view to express theirs, too. God bless America.
2: God bless America. Listen, this goes back to the playground. There are so many wambulances in America that wham, wham, everyone's crying. Everyone. Please, people get it together. Get over it. Next. What
4: was the best news you heard this week?
6: Whew.
2: Okay, boy, I had
3: to get over that because that really hacked me off. Okay, okay. now this is this is going to sound wacky, but I'm mm-hmm. I love tigers. Okay, if you're talking about wild animals, with you know, yeah, everybody, you know, some people like lions, some people like zebras, whatever. I have loved tigers since I was a little girl. And one of the most tragic declines in the tiger population has been in Thailand over the last, I don't know, 40 to 60 years. But there was great news for the tiger population just this week because tiger populations are surging, not just in Thailand, but also in India. Thumbs up for the tiger.
2: Really? Yeah. Surging.
3: Yeah, isn't that great?
2: Yeah, that's cool. All right. Yeah.
3: And what's, what's even cooler is the, the leaders of the country
2: are really geeked about it. Good. Let the tigers thrive. Yep. That's good news. All right. Okay. Um, my good news is as I'm looking at social media, what I've noticed is this that as angry as some people are, there's a whole other subset of the holy saints among us. And people will say, please pray for fill in the blank. I mean, if I read that one time a day, I read it, no exaggeration, 200, 300 times a day. Please pray for, please pray for, please pray for. So I've taken the opportunity, which I need to do. As soon as I read something like that, I go, I'm going to pray right now. Mm -hmm. I've been praying so much off the chart because of that encouragement. I love it so much. So please pray. Yeah, we should all be praying nonstop. That's good. And in closing, you two have anything meaningful for us? Well so I'm I'm online and I'm doing these 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 prayer things in the morning it's part of my you know my morning worship and this is how one of them ends up which I love so much in its simplicity and its its complexity you have given all to me to you lord i return it everything is yours do with it what you will give me only your love and your grace that is enough for me. Hmm. I mean, what else is there? You give me only your love and your grace, that is enough for me. I think that's really beautiful and powerful. I need to have that embedded on my yeah, heart.
3: it's enough for sure. Well, I did an interesting thing yesterday, and I, I didn't plan on this. It just kind of happened as I was reading through the Bible in the morning. But I decided I wanted to read, and I, this sounds weird, The Sacking of Jerusalem, which is a really sad story. I read it, um, the portion of it that's in Jeremiah 39 and and passed that. And um, the destruction of Jerusalem in 586 BC is absolutely horrendous. Hmm. It's violent in every way that you can imagine yeah. and a horror. And it was a judgment. Um, and it was a, uh, an unimaginable trial. Um, so I read that and I kind of sunk myself into those chapters and then I fast forwarded and I went to revelation 21 and 22 and I read about the new Jerusalem and the, um, the promises that God has given us for the restoration of all things, the image of that beautiful city coming down out of heaven, um, the beautiful picture of Jesus returning and the um, commendation at the end, come Lord Jesus. I mean, I don't know. When you think about the sadness of our current time and the destruction and the uncertainty and the judgment and all of that, and then you fast forward to what's waiting for all of us, I don't know. Gives you a different
2: perspective. (laughs) That's really good. Look at you getting all choked up. I know. You get me choked up. It was so good. Fabulous. It was so good. It really was.
4: All right. And that's John and Kathy's Week in review.
0: Did you buy into
9: the timeshare lies? I can tell you that I had a four-year experience with a timeshare corporation who did nothing but lie to me.
0: That swapping locations was
5: easy? They made this sound that this would be a really good deal that I could go anywhere, anytime I wanted to. That never worked out.
8: Timeshare lies. Thousands of timeshare owners know the feeling. I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I worked for the largest timeshare company in the world. When I learned the truth about what they were selling, I quit my job and instead became the pioneer in helping folks get out of their timeshare contracts legally. I understand that trusting anyone after buying a timeshare is a difficult task. That's why I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing.
4: For a free information kit on how to cancel
0: your timeshare, call Wesley Financial Group now. 800-605-5757. 800-605-5757. 800-605-5757. Seasons of change and uncertainty can be difficult, even scary. But they don't have to control or define you. The counselors of the Grace Wellness Center would consider it a privilege to come alongside and help you replace the fear and frustration with freedom and peace. While office visits are still available throughout the area, Grace Wellness Center also offers online and phone appointments to make counseling convenient and available on your terms, accepting all major insurances at thegracewellnesscenter.com.
6: First Presbyterian Church is a beacon of light and love to this community. The message that I
4: hear
2: sustains me for the whole week. I love this church because of the diversity and the music
1: and the people.
4: The incredible beauty of the space. A warm, welcoming congregation.
1: The people are amazing amazing. And truly love one another and Christ, and our pastor preaches the gospel.
2: I want everybody in Pittsburgh to come and experience.
0: First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, in the heart of the city, with the city in its heart. Your potential customers are on social media. Learn the tools you need to make them yours during the 2020 Marketing and Social Media Virtual Summit, streaming live to your desktop August 4th, presented by Salem Surround and WORD with the Pittsburgh North Regional Chamber, a day filled with industry-leading insight designed to help you master the art of social media to attract your ideal customers who will love, hire, and tell the world about you August 4th from 8 to 3. Reserve now at pghnorthchamber.com.
7: Today's forecast calls for clear skies, slight winds coming out of the Northeast, and customized car insurance from Liberty Mutual, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty,
6: Liberty. I was a little bit surprised, but so happy to see how eager patients were to return to the office. And their loyalty and their friendship means everything to us.
0: Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care at StockFamilyDentistry.com.
2: Strange Times, I think we can all agree on that. We said that uh, <laughs> throughout this week and preceding weeks. Yesterday, CNN on uh, Twitter came out with a story, and uh, this is the headline from CNN, or this is the story from CNN. Uh, <clears throat> Individuals with a cervix are now recommended to start cervical cancer screening at age 25 and continue through age 65 with HPV testing every five years.
3: Individuals with cervix.
2: <laughs> what? Do you, I mean,
3: what? what oh we, my gosh. The thought, you, po, the thought, thought make, police, the thought police are out.
2: Right. So our good friend Karen Swallow Pryor, the wit and uh, brain that she is, she the tweeted, English professor. I have a little cervix. I keep it close at hand. It does a lot of funny tricks like making me not a man. <laughs> That's straight I mean, to the point. That is straight to the point.
3: I don't know. You're you know, you're so afraid to offend anybody. Why? That you because of what why? But,
2: what? Because women have a cervix and men do not.
3: Yeah. That's
2: but, the problem.
3: You saw you saw the headline the other day about the man who was upset that his hysterectomy got canceled.
2: Right, right. He's suing I mean, because of it. Right,
3: he's suing. I
2: mean, it's- So that's how far we've come here. We're so deeply enlightened. We're just a bunch of crazy people running around. is what we are.
3: Exactly right. Okay. Let me ask you this. Yeah. How much time do we have left Mike? Okay, great. Um, You gave me an article to read um, earlier in the week on uh, a backyard deck.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah.
3: Because I'd often thought I, I don't really have room for a deck in my house, but I thought maybe like a little patio off to the side might be something I'd consider
2: you got a room for your deck. Like, you know, if you blew a wall out, you know. Blew oh, like yeah.
3: A, okay. I'll just blow I mean, a wall you know, out, John. <laughs>
2: you no, know, it'd be nice to have a deck out that it's way. See, it's so
3: easy to spend other people's money. <laughs> yeah,
2: of course. I'm happy to.
3: Yeah. But anyway, you know. but apparently, according to this article, a, a deck is a horrible idea right now because there's a huge shortage of wood.
2: How about that? So Did you know you, that? I did not know that. Now, of course, we have friends who are contractors. And so there's this like, you know, rush. Here's the deal lumber yards have all but disappeared from the american landscape for the most part because of the big box stores yeah. remember i mean I, when i was a kid growing up you could see lumber yards uh, any number most most towns had lumber yards either in the town or nearby the town now because of home depot and lowe's right. they've all disappeared remember right. the uh, the lumber yard in bloomfield you know coming around the band up liberty avenue that place was there forever right no, across from you know that. the old well there's a grocery store there now anyway so yeah so the the lumber has disappeared people are rushing to the big box stores apparently there are like you know fist fights in the aisles of the wood section of home depot because contractors are so desperate and now if there is wood the price has sometimes more than doubled wow. so if you haven't signed up to get your contractor with that deck it's not going to happen this year so you just okay
3: because it's also not the wood it's also the fact that booking a contractor everybody wants to do something in their house uh, because we're all here
5: all the time
2: right so everybody's booked so you can't buy the wood and you can't hire a contractor either so maybe next year i'm in the middle
5: of building my son a swing set
2: oh and getting
5: wood i'm getting wood and i I ordered it about a month ago Mm. and they called me last week and said, hey, you can pick up half. I said, well, when's, when's the rest of the half coming in? Probably not until Christmas. What?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Merry Christmas. So you get your kid a couple of two-by-fours yeah. for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. You know that?
3: Well, Dr. Jay's going to love it. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: So he's got really? half a swing set.
3: Yeah. Wow. Sorry well, that kind of
2: puts things in perspective. It surely does, yeah.
3: Okay.
2: Anyway, hey, thanks for being with us. Uh, our week is over. Um, we're going to take a week off. We're going to be on vacation.
3: But the best of John and Kathy will be here and in place and run by New Mike. Have a terrific weekend and a great week.
1: The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.